When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This time on 15 Minutes, you'll never get back. What gender do your snacks identify as? You finally can blame the dog. And economy's down, but high heels are up. I'm Dale. And I'm Charlie. All that and more on this episode of 15 Minutes, you'll never get back. So, so, did you pick up Boner on the weekend? (laughs) <laughs> Everybody vetoed that name. Oh, come on. I don't know why. Come on. It was classic. So we were looking for second puppy names, and I wanted to go with sort of a sidekick from an 80s TV show. Because, right. you know, this is the second dog, like a, a you know, so initially. And who was, uh, you know, Kirk Cameron's sidekick? It was Boner. Boner. Absolutely. And I even floated Vinny. Yeah, Vinny. Right, from uh, Doogie Howser. Uh-huh. That was just... Doogie's best buddy. And then, no? No, no, it, um, it was Oliver. You've gone with Oliver. We have gone with Oliver. And, um... So you got Jesse, which sounds very Western. Yeah. H. Jesse. Yeah. And Oliver. And then Oliver. Um, and uh, he is the cutest little thing. We, we got ourselves a sheep doodle so that Jesse has a friend. But, you know what, the funny thing is with him... And I think a lot of parents can relate if they ever had um, a gassy baby, which I did with my first son. Like, Luke was a very gassy baby. Um, this dog is very gassy. <laughs> I have a very gassy puppy. And uh, the little thing um, is quite stinky. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and there's, uh, there's, a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of bathroom breaks with this puppy. Now, the good thing is... We have a warning, you know, because with puppies, you have to basically take them out every 45 minutes to an hour, right? Uh-huh. Because tiny little bladders and whatever. So when you... And this little when one... The, when the fur comes, it's like... Yeah, you know. Oh, there's your alert. Yeah, like it's a, it's like you <laughs> walk in the room and this little 10-pound puppy can just, like, just kill you. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, Ollie, <laughs> dude... So we go outside, and it's a whole thing, and then we go back in, and he's just sitting there looking at you with this little smile. That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, let's do it again in yeah, an hour. <laughs> so, again, with puppies, you know, you kind of try to crate train them, and the crate is beside my side of the bed. Yay, me. Oh. And, you know, I'm just lying in bed and just ripped from my sleep. <laughs> by, by a rip. By this, like, you know, and again, with dogs, it's, it's usually... You don't hear the it. SPD. Mm. Yep. And uh, so so Monday night into Tuesday, we had a pretty good night with them, you know, mm. every couple of hours. But last night, it was rough, like, <laughs> lack of a better term. <laughs> high heels are getting higher. High heels are getting higher. That's right, my friend. Now, there's an old economic theory that as the economy goes down, High heels get higher. And if history is going to repeat itself, this trend is looking like it's happening for 
2021. Hmm. So, let me take you back. In the past, during the Great Depression of the 1930s, the oil crisis in the 1970s, and when the dot-com bubble burst. In 2000. In 2000. If you look at the fashion trends Mm -hmm. from that spring, the heels were a lot higher. What do you think that is? I'll tell you. If the economy is going down, we might as well stand tall as it happens. This according to economic experts. I was going to say, if your assets are going down, you might as well have some assets going up. (laughs) See, I called this yesterday. You did, actually. I did. did. You did. Ladies Doritos are not a thing. They are not happening. But you'd kind of like it if they did, actually, because you were saying that, you know, you started to talk about the things they were saying that might be part of the new Doritos. You know, if they could make Doritos less messy and less uh, crunchy, I would just, I'd be on board. Yeah. So, um, what happened was, the the phrase Lady Doritos was actually trending on social media Mm -hmm. yesterday. The uh, CEO was doing a podcast, some sort of a business podcast, and basically was just referring to the fact that women don't really like Doritos the way men do uh, because they are really loud when you eat them and because they they create residue on your fingers. Yeah, I can't so, remember what her name is, but um, she was talking about the, the fact, that, and I, I heard the podcast afterwards, and I'm like, yeah, I guess if you just took it from what she was saying. So she said that. It would be like a little hint, like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know? But it was not the case. Not she the said case. she was just speaking, and there was no plans ever I mean, this was a huge boost in marketing. I mean, how many people went out and bought Doritos yesterday? I know, but I was going to say, I wonder if now, though, if they just floated the idea and said, oh, no, no, we weren't really thinking about it. But they just wanted to gauge what the response would have been if it was a thing. I will be their guinea pig. Could you imagine if there were Doritos just for me? Fits in your purse? Yes. Oh, man. No sticky stuff all over your fingers? Perfect. Fingers aren't orangey, yellow kind of thing? Yeah, like that. No loud crunching. That's it. They are smaller than you know they used to be. No more orange on your fingers, can't you see? It's the kind of snack that you've been waiting for, boy. My Doritos. And you can enjoy them without making noise. Or crunching so loud, just like all the boys. Peace and quiet so you can enjoy the movie. My Doritos. You don't need a great big bag of crunchy corn. Just a snack on, yeah. You need it to fit neatly inside your handbag. My Doritos. And you see it's getting all over you. On your fingers, on your clothes, oh, what to do? Maybe you should just consider chewing gum. My Doritos. Barry's Best Mix, 107.5, Cool FM, Summer in Brooklyn, Young Bombs, featuring Jordy. Sounds like one of the guys who used to be in, like, the Bay City Rollers. It's Jordy. Sounds like a kid in my kindergarten class. Oh, Jordy. Jordy. Jordy got in trouble again. He was eating sand. Oh, Jordy. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, come on. Shopping yesterday. Yep. Like most of us do, once a week, whatever. And I did notice that a few people were making comments on the price of things. So even uh, a lady, I was in the canned soup aisle and... She literally turned to her husband as I was going past her, and she goes, I can't I can't pay this much for Campbell's soup. <laughs> I can't. I won't. I won't. You know, like I'm used to my 59-cent Campbell's soup. Now they're like a buck twenty nine or whatever the case. Um, and we've been told that prices are going to go up next year, which is only a couple weeks away. Yeah. Uh, five to seven percent. Mm. And I think a lot of us are already seeing that. Produce is ridiculous. Chicken 
it's a lot. Beef has been ridiculous for a while. Right. So projections for 2022, for example, dairy products are expected to cost between 6 to 8% more. The price of bakery goods even expected to increase 5 to 7%. Vegetables, 5 to 7%. So everything we need in life is going to cost more. Hmm. Now, this got me thinking. I mean, maybe it's just the way I grew up, but my father was um, always very frugal, so to speak, with how we made food and prep food. For example, I joke about the pasta vajoli. I do. I know I do. Because, like, it still haunts me to this day. However, pasta vajoli is very cost effective. Yes. It is also pretty tasty for what it's worth and fairly healthy. Mm. So just to put this into perspective right now, I went onto the Walmart website because we've got two Walmarts here. You can get dried Romano beans for two ninety nine for a fairly large package, right? And all you have to do is boil them and soak them for like twelve hours. Okay, a big pasta package is a dollar twenty seven, and then you need a, a jar basically of strained tomatoes. That's a buck ninety seven. So for under ten dollars, mm. you can feed your family of four for at least one to two meals. How much money are you spending on Beano? <laughs> or air freshener for your bathroom. But still. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Charlie's Pasta Vajoli Emporium. In these days of skyrocketing food prices, here at Charlie's PFE, we've kept our prices the same since 1987. All of your favorites <laughs> are here. From pasta vajoli to beans and pasta, even pasta vajoli. Yes, Charlie's Pasta Vajoli Emporium. Putting the gas in gastronomical delights. <laughs> How? Just, oh, sorry. Go ahead. How yes. about... Yes? Oreo-flavored red wine. No. Good God. No. I, if you had gone it, Oreo-flavored milkshakes or, or been ice done. cream or it's all that it's been great done. i love oreos so oreo and you know the brand uh barefoot wine yes i do okay yeah. they have teamed up to create a cookie inspired red wine cooking inspired or cookie inspired cookie what did i say I, you said cookie i'm sure yeah, but in cookie. my mind i heard cooking because that's probably all i'd use this wine for Fair enough. <laughs> Although, yeah, it probably would be good. Well, it depends over... what you're making. Yeah. So the small batch of wine includes the flavor of chocolate and cookies and cream. Uh, so it's close to an Oreo as you can boozily get, I guess. Boozily get. Is that a word? No? Sure, it works. So according to the website and those that have tried it, many have noticed these aromas of chocolate, blackberry, and dark cherries. And apparently you're left with a, a smooth finish. I'm trying to sell this for you, really. I, just, I mean, the bottle looks really cool. Like, it's really pretty. Like, here's the thing about it. Uh-huh. It's not going to be available at the LCBO. I did try to order some. Uh, it looks like U.S. residents only right now, which oh. I don't. Like, why? Why do you tease me? But this is one of those things that if you saw it yeah. at the LCBO, buy it for a novelty, you would totally wouldn't... buy it, right? I guess. I'm. I'm it's one of those things. Like, what was the last weird thing you bought at the LCBO because it oh, I got said bottle, something or... I got a bottle of the Reese Peanut Butter Cup Chardonnay. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh, fun. I was driving along yesterday. Right. Coming along, I guess, Wellington or something like that. Coming back from Joe's after doing my groceries. Okay. And I saw a billboard up there. Mm-hmm. And I think it was for Subway, I think. Right. And it said, and it's like the new sandwich. Yes. The new Beyond Meat 
the new Beyond Meatball sandwich. Right. And I'm thinking, can can you call something Beyond Meat and still call it a meatball sandwich? Well, if it's the Beyond Meat product and it's shaped as a ball. But they had, it's uh, it was like meatballs, all one word. Beyond Meat So it wasn't meatballs? Beyond Meat balls, it was Beyond Meatballs sandwich. Oh, all right. Well, you're kind of splitting hairs there, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, it's like, you know what? I'm thinking they have to just call it like plant. No, no, no. It wasn't Beyond. They didn't use Beyond. Sorry, because that's a trademark now. Yes, unless you're using that actual Plant-based product. is what they used. Plant. Plant-based is- meatball sandwich. So wouldn't it just be plant-based Based balls? balls. <laughs> Which sounds weird. And that's what I thought. I thought, are you allowed to say plant-based meatball sandwich? It's not meat. It would almost be meatless, plant-based meatless balls. Yep. Well, that's weird, too. Plant-based meatballs. And I'm going, can you say that? It's kind of like an oxymoron. Cool. Yeah, I guess not. I don't you know. Semantics, basically. I, I guess, but it's just it just seemed kind of... Or if they say plant-based balls that are not made of meat. Well, that's catchy. <laughs> can I have one of the new plant-based balls not made of meat sandwiches? It just rolls right off your tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> it's estimated that only 30% of people can do this. Come on now. You think you know what? Give us a call. 727-1075. Good morning. I'm calling for the Brain Buster. Yes. What do you think? I'm wondering if it's tongue manipulation, like rolling your tongue. T- tongue manipulation. <laughs> wow. Well put. Hold, hold on a second. <laughs> I just feel... Yeah, I just... I... <laughs> Dale's brain is exploding right now. <laughs> are you crunchy or are you smooth? <laughs> Uh, I think I'm smooth. A new survey asked people what kind of peanut butter they prefer, crunchy or smooth. And the big winner is uh, smooth. Yeah. 49% of people say that's their favorite versus 29% for those who are crunchy lovers. If it comes right down to it, I'm actually extra whipped. I'm sure you are. <laughs> well, here, hold on. Yeah. The study also revealed the difference between smooth and crunchy people. Okay. So for the smoothies, if you will, they are introverts, more likely to book spontaneous trips, get more speeding tickets, also bail out of plans at the very last minute. Mm. Smoothies are also more likely to stay in and watch movies at home, and their favorite TV show, Big Bang Theory. Okay. Now. So what's a crunchy? The crunchy lovers are extroverts. Okay. They are more likely to enjoy Game of Thrones. They're willing to go out and party. They are more likely to fall in love at first sight. Crunchy peanut butter fans are also more likely to have skydived, run a marathon, and file their taxes late. I'm a little crunchy and I'm a little smooth. I mean, I just, so you're I, confused. I'm confused. Is what I am. <laughs> I'm a little bit crunchy. I'm a little more smooth. You said. I'm a little bit of chopped up crunchy nuts. And I'm a little bit easier to spread. <laughs> Mary's Best Mix 107.5, Cool FM. Just choke down that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> what the hell kind of show have they got going on there? <laughs> because I made a chicken salad. With chickpeas. <laughs> And I brought some in for Dale, because that's the kind of person I am. I cook for the men in my life. So if it's not at home, it is here as well. (laughs) 
Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed that 15 minutes you'll never get back, follow and subscribe. More on Dale and Charlie at 1075coolfm.com. Download your favorite episodes there or at Spotify. Leave a review so our egos can get inflated. Waste your time next week.